This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. to connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. I'm Holly Snape from Community Waikato and have with me Karen Stockman, two ends from Community Waikato as well. Welcome. Thank you. And that's two ends on Stockman, not two ends on Karen. Karen, that's a very good point. Yeah, very good point. Um, Karen is here to join us uh, to have a conversation about well-being, and you know, in the breadth of that summer break, um, looking after our well-being and becoming rejuvenated for the coming year, or you know, what's ahead of us. I think really, really important. So we wanted to talk today about what sorts of things we might do to take care of ourselves. And I actually think you do this pretty well, Karen. I try. Yeah. I was just, as you were talking, Holly, I was thinking there's really two parts to it, isn't there? There's the how do we take care of ourselves over the break and how do we um, recharge our batteries? And then there's how do we take take care of ourselves going into the new year? Like, what are we going to do to maintain or retain a level of well-being when the rubber hits the tarmac and we're back in the thick of it all. So I wonder if we could probably talk about it from those two perspectives. There's almost three there though, isn't it? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Clearly you're, you're in holiday mode. I and totally brain has am. been relaxing. I totally am. <laughs> no, totally. I think I think that, that sounds really good and, and I think you're, you're absolutely right. So should we start with the first sort of part of like, that? So while we're on the break? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and my first tip would be just do whatever you want to do and don't do stuff you don't want to do. And But can, it can be hard. Like, you know, you've got a house to run and potentially kids to look after and, you know, pets to walk and all of that kind of stuff. So how do you balance some of that when you've still got responsibilities? I guess it's about deciding what has to be done. Yeah. You know, you've got to do some life math. So you've got to figure out there's only, there's a finite amount of time that you have. Yeah. And we have to use that time wisely. So it, the life maths is how much, of yeah. the, how much of this 24 hour period am I prepared to dedicate to what things? Yeah. Sometimes it's about lowering our, our expectations of what is, you know, kind of what's enough. Yeah, yeah. And what about um, holding other people accountable to their stuff so we don't, we don't become the martyrs, yeah, <laughs> which is absolutely. quite easy to do eh, sometimes. Absolutely, absolutely. Right from a very young age, and my children all had a single kind of basket, was a little washing basket basket um, dedicated to them. And all of the stuff that I found in communal spaces, including uh, the clean washing, would all go in there and they would be expected to put it away. Yeah. If it wasn't put away, they had to live with the fact, and I know that there is varying schools of thought about this, but my children's bedrooms are their own space and so long as the health department aren't going to come and shut us down... I pretty much hold them accountable to, to the themselves. Com- That's right. So communal spaces Absolutely. are to be kept to a standard that is, you know, okay for the whole family. Absolutely. But personal spaces, do what you like. Yeah, we can shut the door. I hope you and your husband are on the same page then about what that well, space looks like. Yeah, we totally are. We <laughs> are now. Well, we're on my page, let's yeah. put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I think that's a really 
that's a really good idea because part of that is um, just thinking about how easy it is to get wound up about things that probably aren't that important. Yeah. And somebody else's bedroom space, if the door can be closed. Absolutely. Is it that important? And there's a time to choose, you know, there's a time to go back to that. Yeah. But if if you look at your life math and you think about, so how much time am I prepared to dedicate to this? Yeah. Um, and then we can, and then we get to choose. We get to say, well, and, and it's also that, you know, what kind of return on investment we we want to get from that. So, actually, to what level does that need to be done? Like, to what level of perfection does something need to be done before we can feel satisfied that we've actually got it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think no, you that that is that is a really good point, and and that idea of not doing stuff. Well, choosing what you want to do because sometimes it's really interesting. I, I know I'm, I'm absolutely one of these people who tries to be really, it's very often very busy. Yes. And, and, and so say I'm yes not, to lots of things. That's right. And then if I'm not busy, I feel like I'm being lazy. But yes. actually, you do need to take time. So, oh well, one, I need to recognize I'm an active relaxer. Yes. <laughs> and so that's okay. If, if cooking is making me feel relaxed and happy, it's okay to be doing that. I'm still relaxing. Absolutely. But I don't need to fill all my hours. I can sit down Absolutely. and read a book and drink a pina colada. Absolutely. Yeah. Or two. Yeah. Um, I heard, heard it somebody say just recently, So, and I can't credit it because I can't remember who it was, but you know how we always talk about you can't pour from an empty cup yeah and you know we want to be pouring from our cup well I I heard something recently which goes along the lines of we actually want to be pouring from the overflow of our cup yeah so we don't actually want to be pouring from our cup anyway even if our cup is full we want our cup to be full and then we pour pour from the excess the trickle down effect but a good one not the the fake one (laughs) (laughs) absolutely so that idea that um, taking care of ourselves and filling our cups is actually a responsible thing to do as an employee, as a as a citizen, as a contributor to the world. Yeah, as yeah, a parent, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's a really interesting point because, and I never really thought about it like that. That actually, you know, you still need a full cup. You're not, you shouldn't be emptying yourself. Yes, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. to to be dealing with others. But it's still, it's still, I think, challenging. In sort of, I suppose, family situations where you know um, particular individuals in a household do tend to have additional responsibilities, and yeah. that can get hard. Yeah. So it's about sometimes as well how we ask ask for time and space, or you know, um, to actually be brave and have some of the conversations that might feel selfish. Yeah, and I guess you and I were talking just as we were walking this here is, about it's exactly, boundaries. It's exactly what reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah we yeah. were talking about boundaries. And how we have a responsibility to teach boundary setting to our young, our children. Yeah. Um, and how hard it is to set boundaries, especially if we are inclined to be people pleasers or to enjoy yeah. pleasing other people. Because being a people pleaser is not necessarily a negative attribute. It just means we get pleasure from uh, seeing other people happy. Yeah. It is a slippery slope, though, when we are making ourselves unhappy in the pursuit of pleasing somebody else, and that's or, where boundaries come in. Or when we get resentful. Yes, you know, yes. which which sometimes we do. Eh? We we yes. said yes, 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 and then we're resenting having to do something. Yeah, yeah. And we're the people that have put ourselves in that situation. Yeah. So I think, and it's 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 not a simple it's not a simple thing. I think I think figuring out what 
you want to what you have the capacity to invest in other things so being a little bit more mindful or, or considered about making those decisions about of all the things I could be doing what will I do yeah what must happen I mean we if we have children that rely on us well you know we kind of need to feed them it's yeah required of us yeah so there'll be things that we that but we, you don't that we need, need to do you don't need to feed them a three-course meal that's right. Yeah, and it might be baked beans on toast tonight. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Or it might be slap up. Yeah. My, um, I don't know what that is, but my I'm going <laughs> My 11-year-old my today yes. loves slap up, and slap up is anything you can find in the fridge. I and like you it. can put it together any way you Just wish. Just slap it up. <laughs> Just slap it up. Um, and we have slap up when, no, when neither my husband or I or any of the older people in our household feel like cooking actually you know what and and this is probably moving into something else we'll talk about after the break but but actually what's also good about that taking even choosing to do that one day a week is also a way to make the most of all the stuff in our fridge and cupboards that sometimes we just push to the back and never use yes that's right so it's about saving money as well eh and it's about yeah in saving the planet if we want to get if we want to go down that pathway it's about not over consuming so we're yeah. always going and buying stuff we don't need or, or, or throwing stuff out that... the latest thing we feel like eating today yes so in our household we do have slap up and, and my husband my husband more so than me um grew up we both grew up in the same era but we grew up where you just didn't waste stuff yeah and that is really important um and it yeah there's nothing worse than well there's lots of things worse but throwing up food is terrible yeah it's, <laughs> yeah. Not, it's not cool it's not something we try to do we try to avoid yeah, doing in our house, but I think yeah, that, that's a really good point though too. Is is, um, yeah, you, you've got certain responsibilities you must take care of, but they don't have to be to the same standard or degree potentially as you would when you're in the thick of everything. This is your unwind time. This is that's time right. to take take back some time and some yeah. energy and and just yeah, look after yourself yeah. as well. I learned a few things during the lockdown actually, and one of them was even though I don't want my son to spend all of his time on technology. Um, and I wanted him to do other things, including schoolwork. I learned very quickly that instead of trying to impose a routine, I just set some boundaries. And one of them was, these are the things that need to happen every day. You need yeah. to have you need to have X amount of time doing physical activity. You need to have X amount of time doing this and doing this. And then I left it up to him to decide what that looked like. And do you found he navigated that okay? Better than me saying. Get off, get off that, know, get, get outside off that, and yeah, run around. Yeah, go outside, go on, and now we're going to do this, this, and this. Yeah, um, and actually that's stressful for you doing that, eh? It is. <laughs> but we're going to take a short break, um, and we will continue this conversation, and we'll look at, um, yeah, what are some of the things that you might do for yourself or, yeah, during right. this time. sounds good. Fantastic.
by Ultravox, one of the coolest songs and I don't know about you, but when I watch Live Aid and we're going back a few years now, this might be the 80s, it might be. Maybe. I um, think probably was. It was one of the best songs, um, apart from of course the whole Queen um, that was just outstanding, but Ultravox doing Vienna was an outstanding performance and I raise that now because I think, you know, for me one of the most rejuvenating things is to actually just chill and listen to music and, and it's not something I do a lot during my work life, like when work's going on, it's the things that fall off my agenda when I'm working is a lot of reading, like reading for fun, you know, absolutely novels, stupid, trashy, you know, trashy stories, just nice, light-hearted fun. Because I, because I, I know if I read, I don't work. Like I'm like, oh, I just want to finish that chapter. So, yes. so I don't generally read while I'm working. Um, and I don't listen to a lot of um, just just put music on and have it on like just chilling to music yeah I might maybe if I'm doing some cooking but not not so much actually I've been watching a bit more TikTok while I do that but funny eh but you know it's it's interesting it's about finding those things that actually really help you feel like you're taking a break 
Well, the thing with music, hey, Holly, is that it takes you back. Songs will take you back to a particular time time Mm. or a memory. And people. And people. And that's, you know, that's really a great way to soothe your senses, isn't it? Is to listen to things that bring back pleasant memories. Yeah. And it makes me think of... um, and again, I can't I can't um, reference this because I can't remember where I learnt it from. But one of the ways, like talking about managing kind of anxiety and overwhelm and stress, is to look for soothing things for our senses. Yeah. And one of the things about our brains is that they, our brains, you know, thinking about something and remembering something, will have an equal impact on our brain as actually doing that thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Itself, yes. you know, do you I know just, that the, I saw that, and they, they yeah. actually did the same. Even apparently, even thinking about the mechanics, like the details of doing physical activities, yes. it's amazing, isn't it? Yes. Actually, and it has a physiological impact fact. on your body. Yeah, absolutely. So, if we understand that, then one, the, thing, the idea about th- soothing stuff is, and I used to do this. Um, I used to facilitate a workshop. Um, for parents who had children with quite high support needs, and so they w- were under a lot of pressure, so mm. they didn't have a lot of, of they didn't have the luxury of time, yeah, and they often didn't have the luxury of being able to leave the house and go and do stuff. And so the idea of this is you sit down and you think about, you know, what's soothing for the eyes, mm. what's soothing for the nose, what's soothing for the palate, what's soothing for the ears, what's soothing for the touch, and just sit and and think about. The things that that are soothing for you in that space. So for me, I always used to like, and and you may not relate to this, but I always used to like watching my children sleep. It didn't mm. matter how I went watching puppies and kittens sleep. Absolutely, so it's similar. a similar thing. Yeah. yeah. So it didn't matter how stressful my day was when my children were young, when they were babies, and how how out of control I felt. Yeah. At the end of the day, I have these really really positive memories of just standing in their bedroom. Doorways, mm. looking at them sleep. Yeah, and so the memory of that is equally as powerful as when I was, was standing, standing there doing there. it. Yeah, the smell of fresh cut grass mm. makes me think about haymaking season as a, as a child. Yeah, and yeah. I used to drive the tractor and my father, and it was a, it was an event for our whole community, mm. and we would have a big barbecue, and everyone would have drinks and lots of food, and it was a a time of of coming together and all the all the kids that lived in our district that came and their parents came and helped with the hay, we'd all swim and play and yeah. And so, when I smell cut grass, it's a memory that comes back to me. And so that was on my list of things. Yeah. You know, the taste of strawberries at the beginning of summer. Mm. So, just identifying the things that give us pleasure, even if we can't do them. Mm. Yeah, that's really, really interesting. And and when we're thinking about, so many people at the moment have been doing it hard. Cost of living's yeah. high. Cost of living's terrible. Yeah. Um, and it means that people are having to make choices about what they can and can't do. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, really interesting when you talk about um, being perhaps in a situation where physically taking that time out might not really be possible because yep. maybe there are so many responsibilities around so spending that time to internalize and really yep. think about those things that make you happy or yep. make you relaxed or you yep. know soothed or what yep. yeah absolutely absolutely and looking for that low hanging fruit yeah you know what are the things that I can do that I can do exactly walking outside on the grass and bare feet yeah yeah 
So for me, yeah. one thing that just makes me feel a lot more relaxed is if there aren't a whole lot of dishes on the bench. Absolutely. Yeah. So for you, you know, when you think about that that life math, you yeah. Know, what 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 what, do I, what am I going to invest in? What will actually having a, a tidy bench? Yeah. Yeah. So I might not vacuum my floor. Yeah. For two months. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't do that. Yeah. I'm not going to admit, I'm not gonna admit <laughs> that publicly, no, publicly right. on radio. No one needs to actually know that. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, for example, I don't feel a drive to vacuum. I've got wooden but floors. But I was going to say you've got wooden floors, so it doesn't and matter. So I don't feel a drive to vacuum as no. often as I feel the drive to have a tidy lounge, Yeah. a tidy dining room, so people's stuff not lying around, and my bench clear, because my yep. bench is central. It's a, it's yes. a central part of, of it's in the middle of the house. And so for me, that's the, that, that's the importance of yeah. everything else doesn't bother me. Yeah, I know, I'm, I'm very much the same, and, and I also have an iRobot. I know you that do. That cleans my carpets for me. <laughs> it makes me very happy. You know what I was thinking the other day? Uh, if only I could afford it, I would have the same thing in my swimming pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe one day. Maybe so, one day. So things, like, so things like that. So near my house, we've got the high school. Yeah. And so, and we've got the Wananga, the head office of the Wananga, which has got a great big um, area out the back, goes alongside the Mangahoi uh, stream. So there's, there's water, there's, yeah. you know, my son and I will go and sit down on the edge of the river and just watch the world go by. Nice. Or he'll ride his bike, or I might have a go at riding his bike, which he finds hilarious. Yeah. Um, or we'll walk, or we'll, you know, skateboard, or... We've got swimming holes around, you know, locally around our community. There are there are some places that you can go and swim in the river or in the, in yeah. the stream. Um, there's bushwalks. There's those kinds of things. In town, there's the library. And I think the library is often underutilised, oh, right? I was going to say, the library, man, I don't go into my public library. We've got a big public library here. I don't go in. I'm not going to go in. But what I discovered is borrow box through my library. Because yes. I'm a library member, I can just borrow books for free online and I just read them on my phone like, yeah. and there are just so many books audio books and e-books oh and see I didn't realise that I must tell my son that oh. because he would love that so you can read them on your e-reader yeah yeah it's just amazing you download borrow box and obviously make sure your library's got that I'm sure they will and if oh, they don't go and have a conversation um, but it is an absolutely fantastic service. You don't have to go into the library. You don't have to talk to people. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not what you're feeling like doing right now. You just jump online, have a scroll through, and all these books are free. Wow. To that's borrow. cool. It's amazing. That I, it's, cool. it's what's kept me ready. And in fact, I'm part of a book club. Um, we read a book every two months, and I've been finding because I struggle sometimes to read it because, of course, work. So I could only look at it on weekends. Yeah. So what I've found though is I've un- downloaded the audio, and then when I've mowed lawns or done dishes or so, I just I just listen to the book. So I'm doing two things, and you know you know how I am. I like to do oh, two lo- or three things at once. I love listening to audio books while I'm mowing the lawn. Yeah, it's great. Yep, <laughs> fantastic. Totally, totally. So look, yeah, I just think that's another wonderful kind of option. Um, yeah. It's affordable, you know. Um, Actually, talking about district houses, talking about like libraries and museums and stuff, and so I live in the Waipa district, and I'm not sure if it's the same in other, in other districts or, or other council areas, but our library has free activities and programs yes. for the children, and so does the museum, and they're really cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if you've got children, it's looking out for those free things. Yeah. Often the local churches or the youth groups or some of the 
social other social service agencies will have things on for children. Yeah, um, that don't have a cost. So definitely worth reaching out eh, and finding what's available in your community. Or even turning up at the, what, what I find, and I'm not sure if it's just the nature of the culture of my family, but when, I t- when we go to the park, invariably Caleb finds people to play with. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, and, and being the only child at home, that's quite a big deal. He, yes. he, he, you know, he will gravitate to some bunch of kids somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He's a social butterfly, he though, is. isn't he? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So if he's stuck with me and his, me and or his father as the only co- company, he finds that really tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think, I think there's some really interesting ideas then about what you can kind of do. But I think the key thing, if we go right back to the beginning, is actually taking a moment to think about what it is you do need and mm. and to make it a priority. Eh, mm. that actually. And to understand that there is a finite amount of time available to you, so do your life maths. Yeah, figure out how you're going to invest that time yeah. for the best return for you, and and not feeling bad about taking time for yourself. Because you know, I, I think often in our sector, you know, the community social service sector, people come to the sector because they are givers. Yeah, and um, and so it is hard sometimes to take a moment and say, what is it I want to take right now? Absolutely, and I think if you work in the sector and you're also a woman, you're doubly affected because we've been conditioned to be givers. We've been conditioned not to put our own needs first. First. Yeah, yeah. So that's the encouragement, eh? That's the message today in the last couple of minutes we've got is that it's okay to put yourself first for a period of time. And you can't pour from an empty cup. You don't want to pour. It's better to pour from an overflowing cup. Absolutely. (laughs) Pour from the overflow. I think that is. Um, I think that's the message for the day or message for the season. Um, but also that even even in tough times, even um, if you can't afford to do some of the things you might like to do, or perhaps you're just wanting to be really careful right now because we don't know what the future is going to look like in terms of recessions or increasing yeah. inflation and blah blah blah. You know, and that can be stressful even thinking about. So removing the cost factor, there's yeah. still so much that you can do. And so my final thought would be in living in the now, like so living in the moment, not living in that future state of we don't know how long this is going to last or we don't know, I don't know, is actually in this moment right now is where we bring all of our energy and focus. Yeah, 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 and enjoying those moments and enjoying as those they moments. happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, I think they are some fantastic messages. Actually, I've decided I'm a live in the moment kind of person, and that's why I never take photos. I never, I never think to because I'm just <laughs> enjoying myself. I don't in the take moment. them either. <laughs> but I, yeah, that that is very very good advice. So, um, for those of you listening, uh, certainly hope you are having a restful and rejuvenating break. Yes, absolutely. Ditto. Yeah, and that if you haven't so far up until now, spend the rest of your day. Spend a little bit of time thinking about what is it that you need um, and how are you going to make sure you get, you know, just that break or the stuff that you need over the the next few days, weeks, whatever sort of time you've got before you're hitting the ground again. Nice, Holly. Nice. That is us for another week. You've been listening to Connect with Community Waikato Free FM 89.0. More episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts.
This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.